This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, click on our podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have or if you're interested in setting up a face-to-face or virtual meeting and we can do that as well. So we are here in the last full week of January, rumbling along into 2022, and we are fast approaching, whether you like it or not, the time where we're going to have to file our tax return for 2021. So today I want to talk about just some of the things you should be thinking about and be aware of when it comes to preparing your taxes, but also uh, thinking about some of the things to make sure that you are on the up and up with the IRS, because there are a lot of changes, there are a lot of new additions, there are a lot of different programs and and um, uh, hitches in, in income last year, whether it was unemployment or stimulus payments, what have you, you want to make sure you, you get your taxes filed on time and you do so that it doesn't uh, draw the ire of the IRS. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that topic, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Peter, I am so good. Now that I'm back on the show with you, we took a little break during the holidays, but I'm excited to be back. I've had a great uh, couple of weeks, just really busy, and it sounds like you've got a great topic lined up for us. But first, how are you doing? Have you been busy over there? Yeah, no, I've been doing great, Tony. Yeah, we took a took a few weeks off for the holidays and then into January, um, but it's been busy. It's been good, and I'm I'm glad we're back doing this and talking about various topics as as we move ahead here into 2022. Yeah, well, you know, and I and I like where your head's at for this show. I mean, if whether you're already retired or you're still in the middle of your career, obviously taxes are important. And and like you said a minute ago, no matter how savvy you are with your finances, hey, filling out those IRS forms and then sending them in, that, that can be nerve wracking. But, uh, you know, sometimes people are afraid one innocent mistake on a form could lead an angry IRS agent to to your front door. <laughs> you don't yeah. want that, right? Yeah, exactly. And we, we don't want that, right? We want to file our taxes and, and mail them off and be done with them and not have yeah. to revisit them down their line. And so my first tip to people in making sure that um, the, the process goes smoothly for you, start preparing early, right? Look, I get it. No one wants to sit down and do this. It's kind of like getting up on a, a, a cold morning. We're in January. It's been, <laughs> I don't think it's been above 32 in four weeks, right? No one wants to get up in the morning on a cold morning and go to work or have their teeth right. pulled 
blindfold or anything like that. But at the end of the day, we have to do what we have to do. Um, and one of those things is filing taxes. And so, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show, 2021, above and beyond just the normal stuff that happens, there are a lot of things um, that were in addition to normal filing. For example, we have a, a, a change to the child, ter- uh, uh, excuse me, the child tax credit, or there were stimulus payments in 2021. Uh, there was on potential for you to have pandemic unemployment assistance, or if you have a business, you could have some PPP loans out there, right? So not only are taxes just uh, a pain in, in normal times, but COVID and, and everything that came with it made things more complicated. So it's going to make uh, your life easier if you start preparing early and get all those documents uh, lined up uh, for yourself or for your tax preparer um, as we approach uh, the filing deadline. Well, yeah. And I mean, to people say, oh, taxes, yuck. I don't want to <laughs> talk about taxes, but hey, how about minimizing that tax burden or you know, having a plan in place so you don't have to worry about taxes? And that's what I'm loving about the show uh, so far. I mean, you, you don't want to wait until the last day uh, possible to do your taxes. That's like waiting until the day before your report on War and Peace is due to begin reading the book, you know? <laughs> Not going to happen. In fact, War and Peace is a shorter book than the tax code. But, well, <laughs> well, blowing your book report might get you an F. Messing up your taxes is going to take a nasty bite out of your bank account, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, if you haven't done what you were supposed to over the year, it, it may cost you uh, either penalties or having to pay more into taxes because you owe money. But another thing that potentially could take a bite out of your bank account, Tony, is dealing with uh, identity theft that comes along with this whole process, right? We want to mm-hmm. make sure as you're preparing your taxes and you're, you're collecting documentation that you're, you're keenly aware of the security that goes along with these documents, right? Because every 1099 or W-2 that you receive, receive has your social security number on it. So you want to make sure that when you receive these documents, they're done in a secure manner. And then when that you give them to your accountant, they have some sort of secure portal, let's say online, something that's encrypted, that's going to ensure that your documentation is going to be secure. Because if you just email it, which I would never suggest doing, um, unless you know that the the email you're using is encrypted, um, you know, there's sophisticated scammers and, and, identity thieves out there who can access those emails and then steal your identity. So again, as you're thinking about this, preparing documents and collecting them, make sure you're also being cognizant of the fact that you need to be very secure with this information because it has all of your your vital financial uh, records uh, as part of the, the flow of information. Sure. Well, and that's that's obviously huge. And I think that uh, so what's the best way I have to ask you this? What's the best way for our listeners out there to get uh, tax forms to your accountant or financial services profession? Yeah, so the the best way to do it is go to the the particular companies or, or organizations that are supposed to provide you with their tax form by the end of January. You should be able to download those forms directly from those financial institutions and then be able to save them on your computer. And then, like I mentioned before, your accountant um, should have a, a secure portal in which you can upload them so that they have uh, access to it. And if they don't have that, then it's a matter of potentially delivering those documents in person and or taking a look at other providers that do have some sort of of, uh, online portal because it's an an incredibly important uh, thing to make sure your information is secure. 
Right. Yeah, I think that's huge, too. And I think managing your documents online uh, means you have less loose paperwork to keep track of. Well, yeah, that's exactly right, right? We want to avoid having piles of paperwork uh, all over the place, but we also want to make sure, Tony, that we're not just throwing things out uh, to to clean up the mess, right? And there's two reasons for this. One, um, you may accidentally throw something away that you need um, for filing your taxes, but a lot of times, you're if you get audited or the IRS comes back and questions something, you're going to need documentation to prove why you did what you did on your tax return. Um, and so, you know, making sure you keep all your documents, uh, even if you don't think you need them, is is the best thing to do. So whether that's keeping a, a folder um, and securing that someplace uh, in your home office, or keeping them electronically, and is is the best way to do that. And of course, you want to make your life easy for your accountant if you use one, right? So the more information you give to them, the better. Let them figure out what they don't need, as opposed to giving them the the bare minimum because you've accidentally threw something out, um, and having them trying to figure it out. As they go along, no accountant or financial service professional, for that matter, wants to try to figure things out. They'd rather have more information than less. Well, that's always right. I mean, <laughs> uh, more is more, that's for sure. And so I think that's great. Now, I think it's better to keep it than to have that moment of pack, you know, panic when your tax preparer calls and said, hey, I need this document, right? Yeah. And you don't have it anymore. I mean, it's always better safe than sorry. We don't like hanging on to a lot of stuff and, and having clutter. But especially like you say, if it's files, uh, that's good. And, and hang on to it because you never know if your tax preparer is going to need something. Yeah, sure. Look, not, not all of us are super organized. I get that. Um, but at the end of the day, your your accountant or your tax preparer is going to put together their tax return based on the information you give them. So the more information they have, the better they can put together your tax return. And, and so there's there's nothing worse than walking in uh, to their office with a shoebox full of loose papers that's disorganized. You're not going to get the most out of them because they're not going to be able to do uh, and sort through the information that that they may need, um, that's a lot of times going to be on you to put it together. So if your bookkeeping is a mess, you know, your tax filing very likely is going to have errors in it and errors are going to both potentially hurt you, but also attract the attention of our friends at the IRS. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You don't want, and you don't want them involved. That's for sure. No, we're going to talk about that next. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that makes sense. You currently have, um, uh, a, a lot of information for people. I know you work alongside CPAs with your clients uh, on this, so uh, that's really important. If our listeners have any questions, they can just pick up the phone, give you a call, and uh, it's been a great one so far. Yeah, and I'll just touch on that, Tony. You know, we certainly do work with accountants, right? As as a um, a holistic uh, advisory firm, you know, it's important for us to create plans for people with their investments and make sure that they have the retirement income. But one of the the other pieces that's very important to take into account is taxation, right? Both from the year to year situation, like we're talking about today, preparing them and making sure we're doing what we need to, but also taking a look at the big picture with taxation, right? We want to make sure that what we're doing 
doing is going to be tax savvy both today and down the road when you retire. So having a plan and having an advisor who understands taxation is on top of those types of things uh, and can interface with your account is very important. And uh, if you're interested in creating a plan, right, that takes these things into account, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and, and we can start that conversation. All right. So what do you have for us next? So, Tony, kind of what I just alluded to, right? We're talking about tax strategies and insights for 2022. What I want to kind of shift to is making sure we don't uh, attract the ire of our friends at the IRS, right? Um, because they do audits, they they review everyone's tax return, and they go out, and if they see something that's just fishy or, or out of the ordinary, um, that may subject you to them coming knocking at the door, uh, either physically or uh, through the, the postal service with some sort of communication saying, Hey, look, we need to look at your tax return because we don't we don't think what's happening here is right. And so what I want to talk about is some of the things that usually attract their attention and how to either avoid them or just be aware of them. Sure. Well, and it's been a great show so far, and it sounds like uh, this is going to be intriguing. So what do you have for us first? Well, this is probably pretty obvious, but it, it, it goes without saying to make sure you report all of your taxable income, right? You know, when you receive a 1099 or a W-2, keep in mind you're receiving that document, but a, a copy of that is also being sent to the IRS, so they have a copy of it. And when you file your tax return, essentially that information gets cross-checked. And if there's a discrepancy, uh, they're going to send out a bill to you. Now, initially that's going to be computerized, right? Um, gen- uh, a computer computer sees the difference between what you filed for income and what um, they have on record. They're going to send you a bill and, and then you're going to be asked to pay for it. But if some if things are really out of whack, that may precipitate a conversation um, in more detail with someone from the IRS. And keep in mind, look, any source of income is truly taxable, even if you don't get a 1099. No one likes to hear it, but let's say you dri- you're in a cash business or you're Uber driver, you give lessons, uh, you sell crafts online, you are on the hook for taxes for that. Um, and so it's better to be on the up and up than not, because if the if folks come knocking from the IRS, then, then they're going to want to see uh, information and backup on, on those sources of income as well. Well, yeah, you don't want IRS folks to come knocking. That's for sure. Nope. So, so um, the the I think the moral of the story is don't try to hide any income from the IRS because it's likely that sooner or later they will find out about it, and that's not a lesson you want to learn the hard way. Uh, no, it's certainly not. It, it certainly isn't a lesson you want to learn. And and look, here's the other uh, another thing the the. The more money that you make over time, let's say you continually, you know, make more money uh, over, you know, uh, you get promotions at work, you become dual income, what have you, the higher your income becomes, the greater the odds are of being audited, right? Uh, In fact, I'm sure everyone would be reassured to know that the IRS has a high wealth exam squad that focuses exclusively on the rich. These people's job at the IRS is specifically to look at 1040 returns for those who are in the upper income um, to see uh, what they're doing and seeing if there's any income that's being, you know, 
not included in their tax filing. And quite honestly, the also the the climate in D.C. is also trending towards uh, uh, an environment that's penalizing folks who make more money. For example, the president is looking to get uh, higher income filers to be audited more often. There's a proposal for over a billion dollars over the next 10 year for enhanced enforcement so that uh, wealthy individuals, corporations, uh, even pass through entities like partnerships and LLCs are going to be under more scrutiny, right? They're, they're, the president has a, a spending plan. Well, you need revenue to spend that money. So this is one of the ways they're looking at it. So that's not to say don't go out and earn a lot of money. Just understand that the more money you earn, the larger target you may have um, when it comes to IRS auditing, which means you really need to dot every I and cross every T as you go along. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You have to be diligent and uh, really stay on top of it. Again, yet another reason to keep working with a financial services professional like yourself. And uh, I think that's uh, you don't have to go it alone. And to me, that's something that's really important, especially for higher income folks. Right. Yeah. And I'll say this. If you are um, if you have more than a simple tax return, right, just income and expenses, if you're a business, if you've got some complicated things going on, it is worth every penny to have a financial service professional and an accountant um, that is going to help you along the way. One, to make sure you 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 know are getting all the benefits you can out of deductions and stuff, but also to have more eyes on the situation. Um, don't go it alone. Um, because you you open yourself up even to more um, scrutiny if you're doing a complex tax return and you miss miss something, then the then the IRS is going to swoop in, and now you don't have anyone else to help you with that process. So that's a great uh, point, Tony. The more you make, or the more complex your situation becomes, you, you absolutely should have uh, an accountant and financial service professional uh, on your side as you go along. Well, and that's that's huge, and. You know, you, you you really need to uh, pay what you owe, but not more than what you owe, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, we need to be you need to be cognizant of a lot of different things, right? One of the red flags that um, you know that's going to attract the the attention of the IRS is taking uh, higher than average deductions or losses or credits, right? Now you're entitled to these, um, and you should take them where you should, but taking one. Uh, that's going to be larger than your income, for example, is going to draw the attention of the IRS. If you take a huge loss from selling something like a rental property or another investment, um, it's going to give them pause. Now, it may be on the up and up. There may be nothing wrong with that. But just realize when you take a a credit or a loss or a deduction that's out of the ordinary for your overall uh, tax history, uh, you be prepared for for, uh, a follow-up from the IRS for them to say, hey, what's going on here? And for you to be able to substantiate that. Um, you and your accountant being able to substantiate that, right? You're Again, you're entitled to these things and you should use them. Um, but again, make sure you can back it up with evidence if you need to. Well, and that's, that's true. You really want to be able to do that. And again, you don't want to pay more than what you owe. You want to minimize your tax burden. That seems logical and fair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, we talk about deductions, right? A very common one, uh, Tony, is the charitable deduction. A yeah. lot of people like to contribute to charities, right? Because it helps our communities. It, it helps the cause that we care about. And they're good write-offs. But if you all of a sudden give more than you have in the past um, and are able to reduce your tax bill, that's great. But you know, the IRS is going to take note. F- generally, the IRS has... Uh, um, 
has a database that says, hey, look, if you're in the, in this income level on average annually, this is what this type of income level gives to charity. And if you're way outside of that mean or that average, again, it's going to uh, attract their attention. So it goes back to what I said before. Certainly avail yourself of these things. Don't not give to charity. Um, and if you have the ability one year to give a lot, that's awesome. But be prepared. Um, keep your paperwork. Make sure your accountant and your financial service professional know what's happening so that if they come knocking, you are ready to answer their questions and and there'll be no issue. Right. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's huge. And and when it comes to receipts and other documents, when in doubt, uh, hang on to them again. That was a great point you made. And I, I think we need to reiterate that. Yeah, Tony, and I agree. And and the last potential red flag I just want to mention here is running a business. Now, the cool thing about the tax code in the United States is it is it heavily favors businesses, right? It's designed uh, one to encourage you to to start your own business, and there's there's a lot more um, deductions and credits and and opportunities in the tax code for you than just someone who's a W two employee. But with with saying that, you also have to be very careful um, that. You you do everything, you know, dot every I and cross every T, not to use that again, but it's a perfect example because even the tax code provides plenty of opportunity for you to reduce your tax bill. Um, it also opens the door for a lot of abuse. So make sure as a business um, you are filing in the appropriate way, that you're structured in the appropriate way. Um, if you are a cash heavy business like a restaurant or a taxi driver or some, again, a business that uh, a lot of your gross receipts come uh, via cash that you're documenting those things because those are all going to be red flags and all pieces that are going to attract the attention of the IRS. Um, and then all of a sudden you're, you're dealing with them looking at your business, but then potentially also at your personal tax filing. So, um, though again, the tax code is really geared towards businesses. It also opens the opportunity for them to, um, see discrepancies that are going to attract their attention. So keep that in mind if you're a small business, uh, or if you're the, the main operator at the financial side of a business. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's huge. Once again, well, you know what, we're almost out of time for today's show. Uh, but, uh, what you're saying here reminds me of that old, well, it was originally done by the crickets, but then the Bobby Fuller four made it a hit. I fought the law and the law won, right? You don't want to, uh, fight the IRS because they will win and great show today, but let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, so so if you're interested in in creating a holistic plan, right, for retirement, for your business, for your business transition from working into retirement, um, and you want to make sure you're being um, holistic in the approach to income planning, in in the approach to your investments, making sure that you're tax savvy. Um, both today and in the future, and also making sure you have someone in your corner um, that can give you a second set of eyes on your taxes year over year. It is great to have a financial service professional um, there for you, and that's what we do. Uh, so, if you're interested in creating that plan and and you know starting that conversation, give us a call at eight six six three six zero twenty seven twenty four, or visit us at the ivag.com and and we can set up an appointment. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.